Well, good morning, people of God. Thank you so much for tuning in to this morning's broadcast here at The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and uh, I hope that you've had a great week. Uh, we are going to get into a study today on weariness, <laughs> and I think it's going to uh, hopefully bless many of you as it has me in, in studying for today's message. And uh, so we're going to get into that in just a moment. Uh, this is an online broadcast, and uh, praise God there are many people that tune in from all around the world. We just want to welcome you today. And, uh, you know, God is connecting his remnant in an hour like this. What is the remnant? It's just the people of God that are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, uh, that want to go deeper, that don't want compromise or leaven, uh, that truly have a desire to have a strong relationship with Jesus Christ in this hour. And uh, we continue to see so many different things happening in our world that could be egregious to us if we look at it in the natural, but we know that the Lord is moving and uh, we know that he is with us even until the end of the age. We know that he will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. Uh, we're believing that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light and uh, we are going to stand with one another. We're going to occupy until he comes. Uh, we're going we're to continue to go deeper and be on fire for the Lord despite what happens to us because though Satan rages, we will not be defeated. And we are going to fight for our fire. And we're not going to have that heaviness that the enemy wants to put on us. We are going to, you know, the Bible says our yoke is easy and our burden is light. And I'm going to tell you, you know, look, I've been through some things recently. You guys know that. Some health-related matters, things that could have really caused me to be discouraged. But you know what? I'm, I'm strengthening my faith, you know. And, and I'll just say that to say it. I say it because it's true. Uh, you know, the Lord has really uh, tested me. And I, I believe I've been put through the refiner's fire as many of you have, uh, but we're still here. And we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit of living God on us. And so greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you that that scripture has a lot of meaning. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You know, I, I, I give announcements on here sometimes that I really feel like I just need to get into the message. And so if you want to give uh, please go to toddcoconato.com slash give. I will tell you, we are off to a little bit of a slower start than normal uh, for the month. Uh, we have many ambitious uh, goals, but you know what? We just want to do what the Lord has in his perfect will. I released a big vision uh, last Sunday about remnant revival centers, and uh, that's up on remnant.news and toddcoconato.com. And uh, we're just believing that the Lord is going to put that on somebody's heart and, uh, you know, we're not going to push it. I'm not going to be like one of these ministers that just, you know, says, oh, we need, you know, I, I just don't want to talk about money. You know what the Lord said? He's going to take care of all of our needs according to his riches and glory. And so my faith and trust is in him. We've been sowing and blessing and planting and, uh, you know, sowing into other ministries. And uh, I'll tell you, we've probably given out more this last month than we have uh, ever. Uh, this month, we've been really just sowing into as many ministers and ministries that we can think of. Uh, because we know that you can't outgive God, and we know that the Lord uh, gives back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and I just want to break any poverty spirit in this group or any fear of giving. The Lord says, "Test me in this," and so uh, you know that's. I'm just going to leave that there, and uh, and you do what the Lord puts on your heart. But you can go to tidecoconut.com/give, and um, thank you for selling. Thank you. Uh, like I said, we have some pretty ambitious goals, but we also believe that the Lord gives the vision and then he gives the provision 
And so we know that the Lord is going to take care of these needs and uh, continue to expand the territory of, of, of this ministry, this remnant community, and uh, that we're going to be able to train and equip many, many people and send them out to go out, to cast out, and to drive out. And uh, so I'm just, that's all I'm going to talk about today with that. I'm going to leave it there. So let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you uh, for the gift and the giver, and we pray that you give back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. We thank you for this church community. We thank you for this amazing group of people of God that are hungry for you, that are seeking to go deeper in their walk, Lord God, that are authentic believers. And Lord God, they are the remnant. They are the righteous remnant that's rising around the world right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, I love this community. I know you, you love this community. And so we just pray blessings and favor over their endeavors. And I believe many people in this group are going to be kingdom financiers, Lord God. This next year, you're going to bless their business. You're going to bless their, their finances. You're going to bless them with strategy and wisdom on how to move forward for the kingdom of God. So we just give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, well, the message today is going to be on weariness, weariness, because I'm going to tell you, I interact with a lot of people, and, uh, and I also deal with this myself, by the way, and uh, the Lord says in his scripture, do not grow weary in doing good, and yet I know that many remnant believers around the world are, are feeling tired and, and tested and tried, and uh, you've been through different things, different things with your jobs, with your families, with your finances. I mean, it's been a challenging season. And uh, many of you have been praying and interceding and fasting. We've been believing. We've been holding the line. Uh, we've been trusting uh, people of God that have given prophetic words and, and different things. You know, not the fake prophets, but the real prophets. And so, you know, we've been, we've been praying for discernment and wisdom and walking through this minefield of a world. Because that's what it is. It's a minefield of a world. And if ever there was an hour where we need discernment and wisdom. And I just want to address this because... You know, it's very popular. The prophetic movement has become very popular. And I'm going to tell you, the prophetic movement has not always been popular. Uh, but in the last many years, the prophetic movement has become very popular. And I believe 100% in the fivefold ministry gifting. Uh, but as a shepherd and as a pastor, I also feel that I need to warn this flock and this group and let you know that there are people that are taking advantage of the saints. And there are people that are out there and that are, you know, it's like prophecy on demand. You know, they, they get on and they do these prophetic words and they're usually pretty encouraging, uh, you know, talking about how something's gonna happen or, you know, that's great. And, and I'm all for that, um, you know, especially those that are the sincere prophets that are out there. Uh, but there's also people that have raised themselves up that don't really have any, um, you know, longstanding credibility as a prophet. And, uh, you know, maybe they've just come out of nowhere and all of a sudden they have this big following. I would just encourage you to test the spirits and be wise in who you're listening to and make sure that it bears witness, not only in your spirit, but with the word of God. And the Bible says in the mouth of two or more witnesses, my word shall be established. So just make sure you're testing the spirits and make sure, because there's a lot of people saying a lot of things. And I've talked about this many times. Now, there's a lot of podcasters. There's a lot of influencers that, you know, that's the new thing now, influencers, you know, uh, you know, and then you got, you know, and so it's this big conglomerate of voices, and I believe God is raising up voices in this hour, uh, but what we need to be careful of is making sure the voices of the Lord and of the Holy Spirit, it's not of the flesh or tickling ears or somebody that's raised themselves up or, you know, there's a lot of conflicting voices, and uh, I believe there's, there's a spirit of confusion uh, that's really come upon 
the body of Christ and, and, you know, where people are just, you know, lacking discernment and lacking wisdom. And there's just a lot of people saying a lot of things. So we just need to make sure that we do what the word of God says. I always tell people, even do this with me, you know, go to the Holy Spirit. Is Pastor Todd, what he's saying is that of you, Lord? Uh, because look, we all need to be put through that same, you know, testing the spirits, right? And so I, I just say, look, everybody should do that. You, you know, ask the Holy Spirit, is, is Pastor Todd's heart in the right place? Is this message of you, Lord? You know, and that way, you know, we're just, we're just training ourselves and teaching ourselves. Uh, and, you know, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, I have a radio show and a podcast and I have a lot of guests on. And a lot of those guests are great people and I know them. And, you know, I don't just have any old Joe Schmo on. You know, I, I do vet the people. Uh, but even some of those people sometimes will will get off or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, they have a season where they're they're not, I don't know, maybe they, you know, everybody can get off at some point. I can get off. We got, we just got to test the spirits and we got to learn to operate through wisdom and discernment, okay? Because we, we don't just 100% just, you know, trust everybody, you know? And, and one of my challenges has been just that because I always see the good in people. I see the potential, you know, and I, I, you know, I want to trust them. So I've had to learn too, to be careful in this area. So I just, I just want to give this, this warning to this community, because there's so many voices, just teach yourself as a Christian to make sure that you always put it through the test of the word of God. You always do it. You, you put it through the test of the Holy spirit. You ask the Holy spirit, is this of you, Lord? Is this of you? Are, are you saying this, Lord? Or is this from this person's flesh? And sometimes it's very good people that just are speaking out of the flesh, you know, or they're, or they're just trying to appease man or, you know, they get into the tickle ear syndrome, you know, and they want the approval of man. And so they're saying things that they know people want to hear. And we just need to be cautious of this. That's all I'm saying. I believe in the prophetic. I believe in the fivefold ministry gifting. In fact, one of the uh, visions of the Remnant Revival Centers is to have all fivefold ministry giftings flowing. And, and that's, you know, that's amazing. I mean, we would have apostles in, we'd have prophets in, you know, so, so I, I'm all for the fivefold. I believe that the gifts of the spirit are for today. I believe Jesus is in the miracle working business. I've seen it so many times where God is moving in miracle signs and wonders in this hour. I believe we're on the cusp of the greatest move of God, probably in the history of the world before the Lord returns. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm all for the prophetic, but I'm just saying we also need to be wise and we need to put it through the smell test. And we need to make sure that we're testing the spirits. And if we teach ourselves this, this protocol, because the Bible gives us all the protocols, you know, it literally just, I mean, this, this Bible sets us up for ultimate success. If you think about it, it teaches us everything we need to know to, to what we need to watch out for, you know, what we need to understand, you know, how we can uh, navigate through the minefield of 2022 and beyond. And, and not only do that, uh, you know, effectively, but do it where we have long-term sustainability in Christ. And that's the key. I mean, as a, as a shepherd, again, my heart is to make sure you're not deceived. My heart is to make sure you're not bamboozled. Uh, my heart is to make sure you're not caught up uh, because I've just, I've seen this so many times. So that's part of the weariness because the thing is, and we're gonna pray over the message right now, but that's part of the weariness because, you know, if you've been duped or you've been let down by leaders in the body of Christ or uh, things like that, you know, uh, you know, that, that's the, the key is, is that, uh, you know, you, you just make sure you're filling yourself with the spirit. You make sure you're spending time in the secret place. You're going deeper in the Lord and don't, don't get so caught up in the movements or, 
you know, I mean, movements are great. Don't get me wrong. And, and when the Lord raises up voices in this hour, it's awesome. And it's exciting to see the anointing and people flowing. And, you know, all that stuff is great. I'm not against any of this stuff, guys. I'm just telling you, I've learned, and I'm trying to share this with you, is that there are people that are operating in the flesh. And there are uh, people that are out there that have raised themselves up. And there are people that are out there that are saying things just to say them. And so we just need to be careful because when we hook into that, you know, that affects our life, that affects our ministry, that affects everything that we're doing. And so we just want to be wise, right? So let's pray over uh, weariness, weariness. And then we're going to get into this, this message. I think it's going to bless you. So Lord, we just thank you for today. I thank you for this amazing community and people of God all around the, the world and the nation uh, that have come together today to be in your presence. And, and we just ask your Holy Spirit, Lord. We say, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, Lord. I know many people that are listening right now are indeed weary, are indeed tired, are, feel beat down. Uh, depression has tried to come in. Oppression has tried to come in. Some people are, you know, they're single and uh, they've been praying for a spouse and they're wondering if, if you heard their prayers. And, and you have, Lord God. You're teaching us all different things. There's nothing wrong with being single. Uh, but Lord God, the, the enemy tries to creep in sometime with loneliness, with depression, uh, wants to make us feel like we've done all this horrible stuff and just beat ourselves up. And so I just pray today would be an encouragement, an exhortation, a lifting up of this group and this community, Lord God, that they would leave feeling impacted, strengthened in their faith and ready to be activated in this community to go out, to cast out, to drive out. I believe they're already activated, but Lord, just, just to keep that flame going. And so we just thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I always love when I just, when I feel the anointing come because I know the Lord is with us. And, you know, I got to get my heart in the right place to have the anointing flowing. You know, it's, it's, it, I want you to know it's a preparation. You got to be in the right place in, in your spirit, in your walk. And you got to get rid of, uh, you know, vain imaginations and things that are not of God. You got to die to your flesh. Uh, you know, you got to consecrate yourself. So, you know, when I feel the anointing of the Lord, I know God's about to do something. So I'm going to read here uh, from my notes and forgive me, I'm not going to look at the camera. Uh, but th this is going to begin the message here. So it says, after exhorting the believers in Galatia and warning them of the things that they should avoid, uh, Paul may have known that they would be feeling overwhelmed with responsibilities of Christian life. So he encourages them with the words of verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap the harvest if we do not give up. Hallelujah. That's if you're taking notes. Um, Galatians 5, 1 through 6. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, 1 through 6. Uh, so anyways, uh, this is from Galatians 6 too. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of reading my notes here. It's one of the things about being live here. So Galatians 5, 1 through 6. I believe that's what I put down here. Sorry if, I, if I'm confusing you there. So Paul, perhaps better than anyone else, knew that we're, the wearying spiritual battle that saints of God can be in. He ends his warnings about sin, the works of the flesh, and the deceitfulness of the world by encouraging the Galatians and all believers to remember the joyful harvest we will reap if we pers per, uh, persevere in doing good. As we have opportunity, Paul says in the next verse, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And that's Galatians 6.10. So let me just talk about this because... Weariness has tried to come on the body. Weariness has tried to come on the body. You know, uh, we experienced some letdowns. Let's just, let's just put it out there. You know, many people were believing Donald Trump would, 
come back into office here in the United States. Many people believing that there was going to be, you know, something that just happened and all of a sudden we saw a major shift. And now we're here in 2022 in February and we have yet to see that type of breakthrough. We have the very discouraging situation about the election in the United States. We've seen a lot of uh, very discouraging things coming from this current administration. And there's been a lot of, of letdowns, or at least it seems that way. And, and that's exactly what the enemy wants us to feel. He wants us to feel let down, beat down. You know, we're seeing uh, things that we just couldn't even imagine, like the withdrawal in Afghanistan and, you know, what's happening in the Ukraine right now. You know, China's flying over Taiwan, uh, you know, with, with, with warplanes. And, you know, we're just seeing a lot of things. The economy is shaky. Uh, you know, many people are dealing with the vaccine or dealing with, uh, you know, the, the mandates with your job. Some people have had to walk away from a job. I mean, what a season, right? You know, we, we, most of us have had people that have died for various reasons in our life. Uh, you know, it seems like there's just so much. And, uh, and at the same time, you know, there's infighting in the body of Christ. You got family members that have come against you. You know, people that have said you can't come over if you're unvaccinated. I mean, there's just so much, you know, division and, and, and warfare and, you know, all these things that people could get worried about. And so Paul dealt with this and, and he was dealing with a different type of situation, of course, at that time, but a similar spiritual battle, because see, one of the things about being a Christian is, you know, people don't sometimes let you know it's not always easy, but it is worth it, you know, and, that, and that's the thing, like somebody will just tell you like, oh, you know, once you become a Christian, it's all going to work out, everything's going to be great, and then you become a Christian, all of a sudden your whole life turns upside down. You know, people are coming against you, you're losing jobs, you're, you know, you're dealing with friends that are, you know, freaking out on you, for lack of a better word, you know, all these different things that happen, and, and, and people are just not prepared for this because they were told that, you know, hey, the best thing you ever do in your life, which it is the best thing, is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but then all of a sudden, you know, for lack of a better word, all H-E-double-L breaks loose in your life, and some of you have been in the Lord for a long time, but, you know, as you've gone deeper, you've taken a stand for righteousness when the world has tried to push you not to, and, you know, the world wants you to, you know, capitulate and cave and, you know, have leaven in your life and compromise and, you know, you got, you know, organizations like the Southern Poverty Law Center that are literally looking at Christianity as if it's hate, you know, do doctrinal, biblical Christianity, certain elements of, of Christianity is hate speech or, you know, so, so a lot of people want to cave or capitulate to, to the, you know, they want to bow down because they think it's going to be easier if they just go ahead and compromise in these certain areas or they don't preach about it or they don't talk about it or they don't hold the line. And so those of us that are willing to hold the line for biblical Christianity in this hour. Those of us that are willing to be like the Apostle Paul because he was dealing with warfare. In fact, the guy was literally pursued. Think about it. I mean, he was like the biggest enemy to the Christians. And all of a sudden, this guy has the Damascus Road encounter. And the next thing you know, he's like the biggest Christian. So he literally did a complete change in his life. And many of you, and I certainly had that happen in my life, when I was in the world and I had my Damascus Road encounter, and I hope that you have as well, where, you know, we shifted and we went from being in a lifestyle of sin and compromise and headed to death, you know, in the spiritual matter, because the Bible says, uh, you know, that the wages of sin are death. So, you know, that's not always like a physical death, but it's a spiritual death. You know, the devil's got you. He's, you know, you're on your way to hell. And then all of a sudden you get yanked out by the Holy Spirit and God, you know, you have this big encounter with the Lord and, and, and you're walking in the light and your soul has been saved and then all, you know, H-E-double-L breaks loose. So, so Paul knew this. And, um, 
you know, let me read some scriptures here. Uh, in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, it says, come to me, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, do you see a lot of people in your life that are Christians that are walking around real lighthearted right now? I mean, let's just be honest. Most people are heavy hearted. Uh, most people are real heavy because they're just, they feel the weight of the world. They feel the situation that's going on. Like I said, they're dealing with warfare, with their families, with their jobs, with their finances. Uh, worry comes in, doubt comes in, fear comes in. There's a lot of fear, even in the body of Christ. And so this is literally opposite of what Matthew 11, 28 through 30 is saying, because the Lord is saying, look, you know, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I'm going to give you rest. So how do we get that rest? How do we get that rest, right? Where do we, how do we find it? How do we, how do we live in that place of peace, in that place of rest? Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, I've been attacked pretty heavy as a pastor because I've stood for righteousness and holiness and purity. And, you know, the devil's tried to attack me with Jezebels and uh, all different types of things. You know, I mean, every different creative, the devil's so crafty. You know, he always is thinking of like new ways to come at you. And sometimes it just blindsides you, but the Lord will never let you be completely blindsided because he gives you conviction and he gives you wisdom and strategy from the Holy Spirit. But you got to spend time in the presence of the Lord. You got to spend time, you know, in, in his glory and, and in prayer and in the scripture and in worship for him to give you these revelations. And so come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. And, you know, so rest is important. I mean, even the Lord rested, right? Even the Lord rested after he created the earth and the heaven. He, he took a Sabbath. And a lot of people don't take a Sabbath. I'm actually putting on my schedule now because I've been challenged on this by my mentors and elders in my life. They said, Todd, you got to get rest. And so I put a day aside where I have rest. People say, you do? I do. I actually do. Uh, because I, I want to be, um, you know, not only rested, but I, I need to, in order to give and to pour out and to be in a good place, I have to make sure I'm, I'm inputting, I'm being fed and I'm resting. And otherwise I'll just be so exhausted and beat down and I don't have anything left to give. You know what I'm saying? So we've got to make sure, number one, we take a Sabbath and we take a day of rest. So are you doing that? I would encourage you, you got to do it. You got to take a day of rest. You got to take a day where, you know, maybe it's a family day or a time where you just, you're just not working and, and you're resting in the presence of God. And that doesn't mean that the whole day you're just, you know, in the glory of the Lord, but it means you're doing what the Bible says where you're just, you're just taking that day of rest and, and peace, you know, where, where you're not involved in the fight because see, we're involved in the fight six days a week and the warfare is intense and it's easy to grow weary. And so you got to make sure you're taking the Sabbath. You got to make sure you're having that day to be recharged and strengthened. So I implore every person on here, listen, we're going to be talking about mind, body, and spirit. Okay, and, and I really believe that this is one of the reasons why the Lord let me go through what I just went through with my health because I'm exercising, I'm back in the gym, I'm gonna lose weight, you're gonna watch. I'm done, like I'm done. I, mind, body, spirit, I need to be ready for this battle and in order for me to be ready for this battle, I gotta be prayed up, I gotta be supernaturally in the spirit and I also have to be physically in a good place and that means not eating a bunch of junk and doing a bunch of foolish things with my body. I got to be in the spirit of living God. I got to be, I got to be filled up. And so it's mind, body, spirit. So we're going to be, we're going to be talking about this. We're, we're going places, guys. I'm telling you, 
you, you better be ready to go deeper because we're, we're going to talk about finances and building the finances for the kingdom because some of you have that anointing and we're breaking the, the poverty spirit in this group. You know, some people have been struggling for years. No more. We're, we're, th this year, we're going deeper and we're going to break the poverty spirit. And I believe you will never have to worry about finances again. And that involves, you know, being a good tither too. I mean, there's all kinds of principles here. But the thing is, is that when God gets a hold of your life, it's not, we don't just stay at level one Christianity. We go deeper. And so that, that we're going to train ourselves. This is a training. You know, you know, when you go to the gym and it's like you're, you got a trainer, we're training right now, okay? The, the, God has got a hold of your life. You may not even realize this yet, but God has got a hold of your life so that this season is going to be a season where you're going deeper than you've ever gone before. And he's strategically, I'm, I'm speaking prophetically right now to somebody, he's strategically removed certain people and taken you, know, you out of this job or put you in this particular, where you're at right now is orchestrated strategically of the Lord to set you up for success. It's not a mistake that you're listening to this broadcast today. It's not a mistake, okay? Excuse me. Okay, so... Come to me all who labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take upon, uh, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest in your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, what's the yoke? You know, you know when they say don't be unequally yoked? The yoke is the thing that went around the neck, you know, of the, of the oxen or the cattle, you know, that was driving the cart. And if it was unbalanced, you know, if it was like sideways or whatever, it's unequally yoked. So, you know, you got to be yoked in order to be effective in pulling that cart, you know, pulling, because that's what they were doing back in those days. They didn't have the cars. So they had the yoke around, you know, the cattle or the oxen that was pulling the cart and it had to be equally yoked. That's what that means, you know? So the thing is, is when God is saying, take my yoke upon you, he's saying, be balanced with me. You know, be in my presence. Listen to what I'm saying. Don't listen to the modern day prophets of Baal and all the naysayers and the haters and the people that are coming against you. The people are speaking things that are negative about you or to you or trying to discourage you. Or look, just put all that aside. That's a spirit. That's a de a demon that's trying to attack you. That's trying to you know. So the Lord says your yoke is easy and your burden is light. You know, look. I mean, the thing is, is like we just we just lay all those things down at the foot of the cross. You know, you've been carrying something around with you. Somebody needs to hear this. You've been carrying something around with you. And it's like, it's like, you know, on your neck, it's just holding you down. And, and it may be, you know, maybe something that your kids said, or, you know, your, somebody said to you, or, you know, a job situation or whatnot, but you've been carrying this burden. And the Lord is saying, you got to cast that. You got to learn to cast it at the foot of the cross. Just lay it down before God. Lay it down before God. It doesn't matter what they said. It doesn't matter what the plots and the schemes and all the different things the enemy's trying to do. It doesn't matter because the, what the Lord is saying is, I got this. You're a child of the most high God. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light because that's the biggest thing. Look, when they look at the health matters, like with my heart and everything that I went through, there's certain things that, that cause that. One of them is stress. And, and if we worry or we're stressing or we're heavy laden or, or any of these things that are just consuming us because that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to consume us. He wants us to be distracted and to be just totally messed up. And God is saying, no, I want to give you complete rest, not just on the Sabbath, but rest in your, in your, have you ever just seen people that no matter what they're going through, they just walk around and it's like, you know, they're, they're light. It's like, you could tell they're still smiling. They're going through a crazy situation in their life, but they're still smiling. You ever see that? And you think, how does that person do that? Well, this is how.
Okay, I'm going to read another scripture. Uh, Hebrews 12.3, it says, Consider him, Hebrews 12.3, Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against him so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. Okay, so God paid Jesus on the cross, the only begotten son of the, of, the, of the God of heaven and earth, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of heaven and earth, gave his only begotten son, said, who shall ever believe in him shall not perish, but have life everlasting. That's you. John three sixteen, right? One of the most famous verses in the word of God. He did this, and, and, and again, in this Hebrews 12, 3, if you're taking notes, he endured from sinners such hostility, such evil. You think you got it bad? You think you got warfare? Imagine what the Lord took on for you. And through his grace and mercy, he took on such evil and such hostility so that you, the believer that's accepted him in your heart as Lord and Savior, can have rest and peace, hallelujah, and trusting in him. What the devil doesn't want us to do, he doesn't want us to trust in the Lord. He doesn't want us to lean on the Lord. He wants us to be beat down, weary, because then we're not operating in our calling. And I know I've talked about this before. We need this exhortation from Paul. I'm reading from my notes again. To not grow weary in doing good because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's found in Mark 14, 38. In view of our natural weakness and the opposition of evil spirits and evil men, uh, you know, the best intentions for doing good can be easily derailed. Okay? Christians often feel there is so much work to be done that we cannot possibly do it all. We feel overwhelmed. There are so many needs, so many calls on our time, our energy, our finances, and there's often so much ingratitude among those we try to benefit or help that we can easily become exhausted or disheartened. You ever feel like that? Doing what's right is not easy in a fallen world, especially when it seems no one notices and there's little recompense for all of our troubles. Is it worth serving the Lord? Well, Paul says yes. Paul says yes because, see, we are always living in view of eternity. I'm gonna tell you, some of the people that I've helped the most in life, I've spent the most time with, mentoring, discipling, loving on them, hearing all their problems, hearing, hearing their challenges, all that stuff. And yet, you know what's crazy is those are the people that burn me the most. It's just, it's just wild, I found this to be out. Have you experienced that? People that you love the most, you've given the most, you've, you've spent the most time on, those are sometimes the people that manifest demonically and literally turn against you or come against you. And you're like, what in the world? I never expected that. Well, that's all an assignment of hell because what the devil's doing, it's like that whack-a-mole game. You know, he's, he's trying different things to see if that'll make you grow weary or that'll make you give up or that'll make you depressed. Or he, want, he wants to hook in your life because he knows the plans that God has for you. Loneliness, depression, oppression, those are not of the Lord. Those are of the enemy. Those are, those are spirits. Those are demonic entities trying to attack you to take you away from God's calling on your life. So when you see it in the supernatural and you understand the battle that we're dealing with, these things are all just weapons that are formed against us. But what does the word of God say? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. The gates of hell shall not prevail. So it doesn't matter how articulate or how well thought out the enemy is on the assignment of hell. If you press in, you have rest, you lay it upon the cross, and you get in the presence of God, you start praising the Lord in the middle of the storm or whatever the situation, you will not grow weary because you're getting your energy, your strength, and everything from God. You're putting your trust in the Lord, and you understand your identity in Jesus Christ. Growing weary and doing good is an ever-present danger in the Christian life. But there are things that we can do to minimize weariness. You want to hear them? Jesus scheduled times of rest. So times of rest, number one. 
and so should we. Mark 6.31 is the scripture for that. Uh, overcommitting ourselves is a primary cause of weariness among Christians. I'm going to tell you right now, overcommitting myself is something I do. You know, I want to help everybody. I got a big heart. Somebody's in town. They want to see me. You know, all of a sudden I got like seven, eight meetings in one week. And then I'm still trying to do the radio show, the broadcast, you know, putting out articles, dealing with people that are, that are in need of religious liberty help. You know I mean? It's like sometimes we work till eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. You know, I've never worked so hard in my life as we worked these last few months. And we got we to gotta figure out sometimes, you know, uh, you know, different ways to get the message out and different things. So, you know, there's all different types of things, but the Lord is with us. He gives us strategy. He gives us wisdom. Uh, but, but I overcommit myself. We got to watch that. Number two, don't overcommit yourself. Learn to rest and also pace yourself and know what you can and cannot do and make sure that you know when to say no, because there's a time to say no. It could be with the best of intentions in ministry, but you got to say no. You got to say no, okay? If the Lord is not in it, uh, he who, you know, if the Lord's not in it, then you, what, you labor in vain, right? We want so much to contribute and to respond to God's love by pouring ourselves into ministry uh, for his sake that we risk burnout, burnout. We don't want to burn out. Some of you are burnt out right now. You got to rest. The Lord's telling you to rest. This is a confirmation to somebody. You got to make sure you rest, okay? Discernment is essential. God will provide for each need he wants to fulfill. He is, after all, in charge of it all. Uh, not a sparrow falls without him seeing it. That's in Matthew 10, 29. He will ordain the means to accomplish his ends. Sometimes all he really wants from the overcommitted is for them to quiet their hearts and be still before him. Ooh, I'm hitting some nerves today. Preaching to myself too. This is this is all come out of this season. This has all come out of this season. The Lord is saying, learn to rest. Don't grow weary. One of the biggest things in, in growing weary is not overcommitting yourself and learning to rest. You know what I'm saying? Paul points out our past labors uh, to the prize at the end. Those who persevere in doing good are promised to reap rewards. When we become disheartened, the comforting presence of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit brings relief and gratitude to our hearts and glory to God. Just like the sower of seed must wait for the harvest, the Christian must wait patiently for the rewards that will inevitably come uh, from the giver of all good things. If you're sowing good seed, you're going to get a good harvest. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get impatient. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing and all things through prayer and supplication, giving glory to God. We can't, we can't grow weary and we can't get anxious. And some people just expect it to happen right now. You think it's just, you know, it's got to happen right now because God gave the vision. It's got to just happen right now. God will give a vision sometimes, but it's not always for right now. He just wants you to position yourself. He wants you to be like Isaiah and say, send me, I'll go. And show up and be like the people in 2 Chronicles 20 where they take their position and stand. And then he's going to go before us. But the thing is, is that ultimately it's God's timing, not ours. We can't make it happen. That's why I said, unless the Lord builds a house, we labor in vain, right? I got a great vision the Lord put on my heart about this revival center. I already had people reaching out this week saying, okay, let's start going, you know, get the property. Let's start signing and everything. And I said, no, I don't want to put the ministry in debt. I said, we got to be wise. He gave us the vision. He's going to give us the provision. I don't know how it's going to come, but it's going to come. So I just trust in the Lord. I'm just doing what he told me to do. And maybe this is something that happens in a year from now. I don't know, but it's going to happen because the Lord put the vision. 
So I know it's going to happen. I, you know, as long as we keep our, our hearts and our minds in the right place and it's not about us and it's about him and it's about souls, the Lord's going to provide because that's what he does. One person can write this check. I'm telling you. I'm going to be in a bunch of different places in the next few months. I mean, maybe I'll run into one person that'll just write the check. But we're going to get the building because the Lord gave us the vision. But we can't get ahead of ourselves. If I just went out right now and I just purchased a building with not, you know, I don't have the funds, insufficient funds, what's going to happen? Then I'm going to, I'm going to put ourselves in debt. You know, this ministry will be in, in tremendous debt. We'll be overcommitted. And what happens? We could burn out. We have to wait on the Lord. Even though he gives the vision, it's his timing. He's going to make it happen. Somebody needs to hear this. He's going to make it happen. Okay, so there's a prize in the end. We've sowed seed. I'm going to go back to that original scripture that we talked about today. And I, I'm so sorry that I can't look at you guys when I'm reading my notes. I wish I could. Uh, please, please forgive me. Okay, but the, the, the scripture there in, the, in that Galatians, that Galatians scripture that I read in the beginning, verse 9, it says, uh, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap the harvest. It's Galatians 6, 9. We will reap the harvest. We are about souls. This ministry is about souls, okay? Uh, we've seen many, many people uh, get healed. We've seen many, many people get delivered. We've seen many, many people get miracles, signs, and wonders in this last season. People are experiencing tremendous breakthrough. But some of you have not yet seen it. Some of you are still praying, and you're praying big prayers, and you haven't seen the breakthrough yet. And I, I read your prayer requests, and I know that there's a propensity to grow weary because you're not seeing in the natural uh, the manifestation of the prayers yet, you know? And so first it happens in the spirit and then it happens in the natural. So it may have, we may have seen the breakthrough in the spirit, but in the natural, we've not seen it yet. And the Bible says what's bound in heaven is bound on earth. What's loose in heaven is loose on earth. You know, that, that principle. Uh, so you've been loosing and binding, you know, and, and, and we're expecting the breakthrough, but we haven't yet seen it. So weariness sets in. Uh, but he says, don't grow weary for at the proper time we'll reap the harvest if we don't give up. You know, this is the key, guys, is, is, is finishing well. The, life is, is not a sprint. It's a marathon. We've got to finish well. And that takes being grounded and planted and knowing, you know, we're just, we're, we're built, we're planted on the solid rock, Jesus Christ. We're like that tree that's planted by the water. We're not going to be moved in the different storms that come. You know, remember when Jesus was in the boat and, and all the disciples, they were freaking out because of the storm and he was sleeping. And then, and then, you know, they woke him up and then he's just like, don't you realize who I am? Like I can calm, like he calmed the storm and the seas, you know, but it's like, they didn't realize who they, they were serving. They, they didn't understand that God is willing and able and, and capable of anything. And so this is what we have to understand is that he can heal that cancer. He can heal that marriage. He can heal that financial problem, anything. You know, my heart situation, any of it, it it's not even a problem for him. Jesus is in the boat. And the boats, we're not going to sink. We're not going to perish. You know, we're going we're gonna to succeed and we're going to thrive. But the whole thing is, is like at the proper time, we're going to reap the harvest. At the proper time. So it's, it's God's timing, not ours. But our job is to stay faithful. You know, make sure you get your rest. Don't grow weary. Don't start, you know, giving in to the assignment in you and trying to do to you. Just remember who you are. Remember who you are. Remember the God that you serve. Remember that he is faithful. He's going to get you through. 
He's going he's gonna, to, your enemies and those that have accused you and those that come against you, the Lord is your defense. He's going to deal with them in due season. He's going to deal with them, okay? We have to learn to just, like, our foundation is built on the solid rock. The solid rock. And so that's what we're doing is we're, we're spending time in the presence of the Lord and we're going deeper in his presence. We're going deeper in our faith. We're going deeper in our trust. We're getting deeper in the word. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. We don't have to rely on a pastor or somebody else to, you know, I mean, I, I'm thankful that you're here today. But ultimately, the thing is, is like during the week, I'm praying that you're getting into the word of God, that you're spending time in the secret place, that you're worshiping, because that's the truth. I, I can't, you know, Sunday service is great. We come together as the community. We come together and we exhort and we, we you know, we're, we're speaking the word of the Lord. We're spending time in the presence of God. But ultimately, though, the Lord is saying, you know, I, I want to spend time with you every day. I want you to go deeper in the season. Like every Christian, every believer on here, like I should be able to go to you and say, what's the Lord speaking to you? And, and, you know, I don't want you to say, well, this one said this or that one said that or Pastor Todd said this. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what the Lord's speaking to you. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. And some of you say, well, I don't know how to hear the voice of the Lord. Well, it's a still small voice a lot of the time. But the Lord wants to speak to you. He wants to um, give you a word. You don't have to go to the prophet. I mean, the prophets are great. It's a fivefold ministry gift. And, you know, you don't have to go to the prophet every time to get the word. Spend time in the secret place and hear from the Lord. It's a two-way conversation. Journal, write. Write it down, what God wants to say to you today. He wants to say something. But you gotta give him that time. You gotta get away. You gotta get in a quiet place and you gotta inquire of the Lord. And people say, well, I didn't hear anything. Well, then just sit there and wait until you do. Because God is going to speak to you. He, is, he has something to say to you. His Holy Spirit, if you, if you give the Holy Spirit that time and you say, you inquire of the Spirit of the Lord and you say, Lord, I wanna hear from you. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the Lord's gonna speak to you. He's gonna give you something. That's the best word you can get. I love the prophets. I want to hear words from the prophets, but I'm going to tell you right now, the Lord wants to speak to you. The Lord wants to speak to you. He wants to give you a word in your prayer time. He, want, he wants to tell you about some certain things that only he would know about your situation. Okay, he, he, wants to, he wants to guide you. He wants to give you strategy. And once you do that, it changes your perspective. All of a sudden, the words of people and man and what people have spoken in your life and those different things, discouraging situations, stuff like that. All of a sudden, those things don't have the weight that they once did because you've spent time in the presence of the living God. That's what I'm trying to teach you today. It's like, yeah, people are gonna say a lot of different things. And, I, and I like, again, I'm not negative about the prophets. I'm saying like, there's some great prophets and I get prophetic words and things like that, but I'm not like out there seeking a prophetic word all the time. And I'm not trying to make fun of you if that's something you're doing. But the thing is this, like you wanna hear from the Lord. You, you want to be inquiring of the Holy Spirit. You want the Lord to be speaking to you because my sheep hear my voice. That's what the word of God says. And if you hear from the, the Lord and you're spending time in the secret place and you're taking rest and you're not overcommitting yourself and you're, and you're it's like you got to feed your soul. You know what I'm saying? Feed your soul. Where do you feed your soul? You, you feed your soul from the word of God. Feed your soul. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to be obedient to the Lord right now. I feel like he's moving. Thank you, Lord. Some of you guys have just, I hope you got something from today, but it, it, you know, don't overcommit. Spend time in the secret place. I know we've been talking about that a lot, but I need to just drill this in, hammer it in. Take a Sabbath. If you're feeling weary, stop. There's always ministry that's going to be available. I, I can, two, two in the morning, 
On any given day, I can go out and do ministry. I mean, I'm telling you, there's ministry that is always available. I've had to learn to pace myself. I've had to learn to feed my soul. I've had to learn to not overcommit. And I've had to learn to not listen to every word that people tell me. Okay? My sheep hear my voice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just press in right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just, I pray that for those that have grown weary that are on this feed right now, that they would find rest in you and peace in you today, Lord God. I just wanna pray for you right now. Lord, I just pray in Jesus' name, there'd be a peace that passes all understanding, joy unspeakable. Lord, that this group would be fortified. They'd be like the tree that's planted by the water. They would not grow weary in doing good. And that we would learn to pace ourselves and that we learn, Lord God, that in due season, it's all gonna happen. The harvest is gonna come. The seeds that we've sown, hallelujah, are gonna come. They're gonna, we can't let that, that doubt or that fear come in. And so I just pray for each and every person listening that you would, you would release them of these, these shackles, this bondage, this yoke that they, they bore on themselves and they'd go into the, in the presence of the Lord and they'd, they'd have his yoke, which is equal, which is, which is exactly where it should be. Just thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, somebody out there right now is getting free to this because you've had an abusive relationship. You've had an abusive relationship where somebody spoke very negative things and you've carried this. The enemy has been trying to tear your house apart with these words that have been spoke. And it's not even the person. It's a demonic thing that's trying to tear up your marriage, tear up your relationship. Somebody needs to hear this right now. Tear up relationship with your son, with your daughter. Words that have been spoke that have been awful and, they, and they've taken root and they're so hurtful. And it's, it's caused you to be weary. And the Lord is just, he wants to just release you of that today. It's a demon. It's not the person. It's a demon that's speaking those words. And the Lord wants you to know he's gonna fix this situation. Your job is to be an intercessor, to be praying, to break it in the spirit, but do not let these words take root to where you're getting weary because that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to beat you down. And the Lord is freeing you of that right now. In Jesus' name, this situation will no longer be as it has been because the Lord is freeing you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Somebody's getting a big breakthrough. Please, please write me. The power just went out. Here. All right, we had a little bit of an issue with the power here in the, in the broadcast studio. All of a sudden, the power went out, but I'm just gonna keep preaching. The devil is a liar. See, look at this. He, don't want, he doesn't want people to get breakthrough. Can you imagine this? This is such a spiritual battle that we're in, such a spiritual battle that we're in. We're gonna have victory, guys. We already have victory. We have complete victory in Jesus Christ, complete victory. Hallelujah. So Lord, we just thank you for these breakthroughs today. And before we go, Lord, I just wanna pray if somebody is, is in here that needs to know you as, as their Lord and Savior, that they do that right now. We're gonna do that right now. Just pray with me. If you wanna accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for waking me up. In Jesus' name, I accept you into my heart, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I'm gonna serve you all the days of my life. I give you glory. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've accepted the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior today, if you've accepted Jesus, I wanna hear from you. Please text me, 818-470-7963, 818-470-7963. Text me, let me know. Pastor Todd, I accepted Jesus into my heart today. I wanna send you a Bible, I wanna pray with you. I'd love to hear from you. 
Remnant warriors, do not grow weary in doing good. Stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen. Take a Sabbath. Don't overcommit yourself. Spend time in the secret place. Inquire of the Holy Spirit. And he's going to get us through. We're going to reap a powerful reward in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your prayers. And uh, we'll talk this next week. God bless you.